Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I'm the host of the podcast. Today is our Friday Out in the Garage podcast. The Out in the Garage podcast is sponsored by Dark Water Wood. Dark Water is about more than just woodwork or beard care. Dark Water is about using God-given gifts, talents, and passions to impact the world in a positive way, bringing honor to the ultimate creator, God, and to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For the glory of God, to the good of others, that's Dark Water Wood. Right now, Dark Water Wood is offering their Out in the Garage bundle. This is a teakwood coffee beard balm and beard oil made with genuine Armor Nation coffee. And I'm going to be honest, I don't even know what teakwood is. Teakwood coffee, I don't know. But it's fantastic. I have it. I use it. I'm wearing it right now. Well, you're just going to take my word for it. Um, that's It's the only beard care I do. I, I comb I comb it out, put the beard oil in. Beard oil is really not for your the hair necessarily. It's for your skin. If you neglect the skin when you grow a beard, you're going to be miserable. So I've had a lot of different beard oil, different products and stuff. This is solid. I know uh, Doug had posted, I think last week, that uh, he ran out. He ran out of product, which was good, so he had to make some more. So right now he's offering a discount code. Uh, to the listeners. That code is once again this week, GARAGE, G-A-R-A-G-E, all capital letters. Put in GARAGE when you check out and you're buying the Out in the Garage uh, bundle, you're going to save 15%. You can click the link in the show notes to take you there. So today, we're once again going through Exodus. We're in Exodus chapter 7. Let me say this. When I said you have to take my word on it, you can't see me, whatever. Not that nobody's complaining about that. Um, if you follow, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, I really appreciate that. There's, I don't know, 1500 plus people that do that. Thank you all for doing that. I'm not a YouTube guy. I never thought I'd have a YouTube channel. I, I tried not to do YouTube for a while, but I think using some video gives you a little more credibility, but I, I, I do look at return on the investment, the amount of time it takes to record an episode. And if it's video and if your battery's good, the light's good, all those variables and then uploading it and all that stuff. When I look at return on the investment on that for what I do, which is pretty much sit in one spot and talk, um, it doesn't it doesn't hold the attention that well. I think it was like the average was like seven and a half minutes. Well, if this episode is you know 20, 30, 40, whatever it comes out to minutes, uh, you're missing most of the episode. So for me, I'm like, you know, I spend a lot of time uploading those videos and stuff and um, not a lot of return on that. And I there's there's some things coming down the pipeline. Uh, even with the herd and things to kind of streamline this to make it as as smooth and succinct as possible. And I love the fact that if you subscribe, it goes right to your device, phone, wherever you're at, uh, wherever you grab your audio content. So uh, that's why there's no video on Wednesdays and Fridays. So uh, Exodus chapter 7, 1 through 3, I'm going to read that first. The Lord said to Moses, See how I made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. And you shall speak all that I command you. And your brother Aaron shall tell Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go out of this land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Okay, let's stop there. Let's stop there. So last time was Exodus 6. We ended with Moses complaining, you know, still trying to debate with God. And, um, you know, the, 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 the chapter breaks are meant for, you know, to help us kind of comprehend what we're reading a little bit. I mean, when this was written, there were no chapter verse, none of that stuff. Okay. So we ended with Moses repeating the excuse, debating with God, the whole deal, and God responding once again, like, okay, here's what's going to happen. 
Earlier, God told Moses, you will be as a God. This was Exodus chapter 4, 16. You'll be as a God too. He's not saying you're God, okay? But the role God to Moses, God's telling Moses, you are that to Aaron, who we are fixing to have speak for you. In other words, Moses, like God, and that like God, he had a prophet. Moses was the prophet. So Aaron will kind of fulfill that role. And again, just kind of Showing Moses how all this is going to happen. You are a conduit of what's going to happen here. I'm talking to you. You're going to talk to Aaron. Aaron's going to do the talking. But Moses, you don't speak, right? You don't speak unless I'm telling you what to say. You shall speak what I command you. And then your brother Aaron's going to tell Pharaoh what you told him, right? Notice the pattern. God speaks the command to Moses and Aaron. And then it reminds you of like, Deuteronomy 4, where he said, you don't add to the word which I am commanding you, nor take away from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Don't add to it. Don't subtract it. That, that's what got us That's what got us the problem in, in the Garden of Eden. Now, did God really say, how about we, you know, we, we have the advantage of having a printed copy. So, yeah, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to forget. We're going to, you know, misquote or whatever. It's going to happen. What we don't want to do is take what God has said, clearly has said, pervert it, twist it, manipulate it to fit some kind of you know agenda, narrative. And so as Moses walks in, clearly, he, one, he doesn't want to be there. Two, this, this, is, this is Pharaoh now, okay? Pharaoh, they, they, don't ha- they, don't just, they don't just entertain shepherds, okay? They just don't entertain people coming in going, hey, by the way, let, let you know, half your population go to go worship God. That, that's not going to happen. Psalm 33, verse 11 says, The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. When does that end? It doesn't. Generation to generation. It's continual. God's plan is that, in purpose, is that the nation of Israel, they're, they're going to be let out of here. God said, I will harden his heart. This is going to happen. And it is not going to be easy. But through this difficulty... God's glory will be on display. Moses will have an experience with, with God that, as, as we read later on, that nobody really else, no one else really has had an experience like that. Even getting to go up the mountain and meet with him, you know, and then the face glowing and all that. He says, oh, we're fixing on doing something here that is going to be, it's going to be huge. It is going to rock two nations, Egypt and Israel. Verse 6 Moses and Aaron did so. They're doing what God has told them to do. They did just as the Lord commanded them. Why am I reading this? Now Moses, verse 7, was 80 years old, and Aaron 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now I'm, I'm jumping over parts here, and I will continue to do so, especially especially as we get into the plagues. I would encourage you, please read this on your own at some point. Please re- take the time at some point and read Exodus 7 and say, let, let me look at that. Because I'll, I'll make mistakes. I'm, I'm not infallible in this. But next to verse 7, now Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 years old when they spoke. I wrote next to my Bible, next to that text in my Bible, a lifetime of obedience. 80 and 83. We kind of think in our culture, at least in America, I'm not sure about other cultures, you get 80, 83, whatever, you're kind of, you're downshifting, right? And you're kind of slowing down and you're, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're 80, 83 years old, anywhere in there, and you're listening to this podcast, do not quit. 
Now, I realize we get to a point in our life where we, we have less time ahead of us than we have behind us, so we spend a lot of time reminiscing and looking back. Keep looking forward at the same time, okay? Keep looking forward. What God does through the life of men and women as they get older, or what we might call the twilight years, um, quite fascinating. I mean, Noah was 100. Now, granted, they're living a little bit different. We get the idea. We get like 70, 80. 90, like we're just shutting it down. I'm going to tell you right now, and some of you can think of someone in your mind. I think of a couple right now, not a lot, but a couple, who they are just like a gem. They are just, you know, that 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 guy when he walks in a room or if he's at the men's breakfast or if he's in the meeting, you're like, we're better because he's here. He has a countenance about him. He has a presence about him. He's not a dummy. He doesn't have to be the loudest. He doesn't have to speak the longest. But when he speaks, you should listen. That's what we should all aspire to. I've mentioned a couple times Chris Bruno's book, Sage. You need to get it. There's like, I don't, I'm not down with everything in the book, but I'm telling you right now, that overall, that is a fantastic, unique read that you need to add to your library. So Moses and Aaron should, you know, what they're doing, it should motivate us all to continually and diligently have it our aim to finish well. Whether you get another day on this planet or you get, you know, you know, four or five decades, I don't, I don't know. Paul said to second in 2 Timothy 4, I fought the good fight, I finished the course, I've kept the faith. I don't want to say I sputtered out at the end. I crashed headlong into misery. Don't waste whatever time you have been given. Don't waste it. And again, if you're an older guy, and I know we got a bunch that listen, 50, 60, 70, 80, man, don't, don't waste it. I challenge you. Don't, don't lose these opportunities. Show up. Pray for the younger people. They're hard-headed. We've all been there. I'm hard-headed, right? I'm telling you right now, finish well. That, that, that would be the greatest thing that could be said at one of our funerals. I'll tell you what. Till the very end, he was going after it. Going after it. We have an eternal treasure stored up for us. I mean, John Piper, I haven't read the book, but John Piper wrote the book, like, don't waste your life. Like that idea, right? Don't waste your life. Moses is 80, Aaron's 83, and they're speaking to Pharaoh. I'm 47. I, I have a hunch that I have less time ahead of me than I have behind me. I'm probably a little past the middle ground. Who, who knows? I'm going to tell you right now, my goal is to every day get a little bit more bold, get a little bit more courageous, get a little bit more equipped, and, and have less days that are wasted. Right? Less days. I want to redeem the time. Our time is finite. Now, Moses is going to live another 40 years. Deuteronomy 34 says, you know, got what, 120? Aaron lives to 123. Uh, Numbers 33, 39 says that. It's never too late. Never too late to start obeying God's word and living out what you say you believe. Now, as they go on, they're going to confront Pharaoh. They're going to go to the uh, the Nile, and they're going to throw the staff down. You got a whole thing where Aaron's staff is swallowing up their staffs. Uh, you have the, the deal where in verse 14 of chapter 7, where the water turns to blood. 
God said in, in Exodus 7, verse 16, You shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But so far you have not obeyed. Yeah, he's not going to obey. Not yet. It's going to have to hurt a bit more. Now, when you read this, the staff's turning, you know, the, the Aaron's staff consuming their staff, and then when they turn it to blood, then uh, Pharaoh's people turn it to blood. I I don't know if they if the Pharaoh's people could turn it to literal blood like God could, or for it. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I this this would be hard to, to. Let's say this: if this were not the Bible, the inspired Word of God, it would be hard to kind of put the pieces together in your mind to say, okay, this 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 makes sense. The Great Nile River. It's red, and now it's going to stink. And Pharaoh is essentially going to be indifferent to this. And so basically his lack of concern is my guys can can kind of do the same thing. I, I don't think they turned the water to literal blood like God did. I, I don't think so. Blood is a big deal in the Bible. And, and, and I just don't I don't think I don't think they did. But know this Satan specializes in counterfeits. He specializes in things that look likes. So whether it's an illusion or some some something Satan did here, whatever right here. All I know is in front of the eyes of Pharaoh, he says, nah, not too concerned about it, right? Now, Satan can't compete with our God. But boy, I'll tell you what, he, put a, he puts a lot of counterfeits in your life. He puts a lot of images and, and sensory issues and things in your life to distract you. Oh, look over there. Oh, check that out. Did you hear that? Right? It doesn't, doesn't take much. You'd be praying, you'd be in your word, whatever, and chaos can ensue. That's just what he does. And or make something else look more enticing or something else more inviting or something else more valuable. Here's the danger. Like Pharaoh, our heart can become hardened and we can become indifferent to God. I think that word indifferent is important. I wrote that next to verse 23. Pharaoh turned and went into his house, and he did not take even this to heart. Indifference. Indifference, whether you're Moses and Aaron or Pharaoh. Let's talk both sides of this thing. Moses and Aaron. One of the most paralyzing places to be for a person, I think, especially a man. I don't know about what it's like for women, but especially for a guy who wants to be noticed. And I don't mean that like an attraction way, but like that you have value, that you matter, right? That you want to be listened to. Or that you're just like Moses and Aaron, you're just trying to obey orders that you've been told. Listen, we don't want to be here. We did it. He just goes inside, shuts the door, and laughs at us indifference the other side of the coin is pharaoh says i'm not going to pay much attention to it not a big deal god might be using all kinds of things including this podcast your preacher on sunday you know radio whatever whatever to try to get your attention and you've just grown indifferent i want to remind you whether you're pharaoh or moses in this okay keep it in context whether you're pharaoh or moses in this there's always more going on below the surface in each and every one of us that meets the eye. So when you feel like, man, I'm being overlooked or I'm being whatever, um, that might be God trying to teach you about your dependence on him. Yeah, you know, I've done this podcast for, I don't know how many, five years. I'm guessing, I don't know. We've got 300 plus episodes. Nobody cares. But I will say this. There have been times doing this podcast that I'll get, like a lot of people have handlers, people that will email for you. So 
this guy wrote a book, wrote a, did this, whatever. I think he'd be a great fit for your show. And you go, yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. You know, you work it out. That guy doesn't even know this is going on. And you don't know who that guy is. Like there's been people on the show that I'm like, I don't know who they are until I see him face through Zoom. And we talk and we have, I have the notes and all that stuff. And there's times where like there's almost a waiting line. I mean, it's a great God just like blesses, blesses, blesses. Where you'll have like I'll have episodes after episodes after episodes just kind of like stockpiled. I'm like, wow, this one isn't going for another. Like I've interviewed guys that the episode hadn't gone for like two plus months. Okay, then I've had times where you say, I don't know what we're gonna do. I mean, I don't. I, Monday's coming. There's gotta be something. What are you gonna do? And recently there's been so like I've been reaching out to this person or this person and basically you know they have either you know ignored me or they just feel like you you know they want to know the number of downloads you have I'm never going to impress you with downloads I mean it's just not and so you're, you're basically not big enough for them it's not big enough platform and all that you can feel like they're indifferent towards you and I've had that and I'm like God's saying I'm trying to teach you something here okay let's don't miss that maybe you maybe you understand what I'm saying but it's a different context for you you just feel indifferent. People overlook you. They're not paying attention to you. Whatever. Like, you're like, what's the deal? Or maybe you're like Pharaoh and your heart has become hardened and the things of God don't do anything to you no more. Pharaoh turned and went into his house. He did not take even this to heart. And the Egyptians dug along the Nile. They're like, we need water for water to drink, for they could not drink the water of the Nile. Verse 25. Seven full days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. One thing that I think gets overlooked is the seven days. God is is full of grace. Water turns to blood. He's going to give them water. Again, God's showing a tremendous amount of patience. God shows that he is leading Pharaoh towards judgment here. And Pharaoh's like, I really don't care. I think in our in our day and age, you, you, we see some of this. God displaying power today. You got sinkholes and fires and hurricanes and tornadoes and what we call acts of God. Nobody believes in God no more, but right, uh, the whole you know the news, the insurance. No, we don't believe in God, but act of God. We can't explain how this happened. Power outages, storms, and you know if we just put like aluminum foil on the top of our buildings, we can like throw the sun back to the sun, and we you know all of a sudden we think we can dictate weather and temperatures and you know and we strike fear in people and there's a doomsday clock right like we're so close and we're this that like we have become our own god thinking we can determine the outcome of things and perhaps god is saying i'm showing you some grace here and i know the christians go see that's what i've been saying and i told that guy that night about no no no, no. he perhaps he's showing you some grace too brother I know, I know the the politician, the guy on the news station. I know they're all bad. I get that. I get that. I've I've stood and had conversation with you guys, and you go on and on and on about that. I get that. Maybe God's trying to tell you. I'm showing you grace, so maybe that you could be a disciple who makes disciples. Maybe you could evangelize the lost. Maybe you could take the gospel to work. Maybe you could take it to your neighborhood. Maybe you could take it to your friends. Maybe you could talk about the goodness of Jesus instead of the gas prices. Maybe God's using something to get our attention. Maybe God's trying to get my attention, your attention about something. And the fact that he's shown us mercy and grace, he's not done with us. He woke us up. He doesn't need us to be a part of the story. What we need to check is, am I experiencing an indifference right now? Am I experiencing an indifference like Pharaoh when it comes to obedience to God's call in my life? And maybe you're like what I described. Maybe you're feeling like people are indifferent towards you. That's how Moses felt. 
get yourself an errand. You're like, well, I can't find an errand. Then get in pursuit of manliness. Get in tribe. Registration is open right now, but I'm telling you, get in it. You will find errands all over the place who will come alongside you. Be be your guy. Be your people. Encourage you. Challenge you. Find them in your church, wherever. But don't turn your heart towards indifference towards God when he's trying to do some things to get your attention. When all this is happening, whether you Pharaoh, Moses, wherever you're at, either way, we need to embrace and understand God is on his throne and God does not waste these moments. He's not wasting them with Pharaoh. All of a sudden, I can't say his name no more. He's not wasting them with Pharaoh, Moses, or Aaron. He's not wasting them on the nation of Israel and he's not going to waste them in your life either. Amen. Think about that. When you get a chance, read Exodus chapter 7. Man, thanks for listening. Let's keep pursuing biblical manliness.